What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 544th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, Steve. With me is Greg. Hello, I'm back. Back from Philadelphia, the wonderful PAX experience where I was getting pins and having my picture taken. Wait, what? <laughs> Who's taking your picture? I went as Professor Turo for approximately oh, four hours right. because... Boy, are those costumes hard to get in and out of when you have to do certain biological functions. Yep. And people stopped me, including the super cute Japanese couple who didn't speak a lot of English, but did manage to get up Professor Turo pictures. And then I have no idea what happened after that. I don't know what they were saying <laughs> about me. They were very sweet, though. I'm assuming. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they said. I'm very into that. I didn't know PAX was an international event at this point. People are trying. Apparently. Jeez. Hannah also here. I am tired, but I am here. That's and a Sunday in a <laughs> nutshell. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Okay. So we have um, pretty much like two big things to talk about. Uh, one is Pokemon Go. They did a new thingy with the butterflies, which is, oh, I think I uh, think everyone likes this. I have suspicion mm. about this uh, new thing. Uh, and then we have the uh, anim- anime, th- anime stuff. Um, and there's a big Unite update as well. Or, I guess, event coming. So we'll, g- we'll go through that. Uh, and then if we have any other time, we'll, we'll cover that stuff. So I guess we can get the smaller stuff out of the way. I completely forgot to put this in the show notes. But... Start- Ugh, what is the point of having these things? I know. Starting off with news... Well, there wasn't really an article about it. It was just that uh, Mr. Joe Sarabi confirmed, um, and I'm not sure where he, he probably got from the Japanese Twitter. There's like 18 official Japanese Pokemon Twitters, and they all, they yeah. all tweet in Japanese, so sometimes you miss something. But I believe they did confirm that they're working on a fix for the bug that happens in raids with the HP bar. Oh. Yes, that was confirmed. Hi. I am so excited. This Charizard weekend has been a roller coaster of emotions <laughs> because of that very bug. Mm-hmm. It's like we did it. Oh nope. no, we didn't. It's green. <laughs> Surprise! <Again>? How? What? <laughs> I hadn't actually run into it because I didn't do the Charizard raids last weekend. I only started doing them this weekend, and I at first thought that maybe I could try soloing it because Steve said that sol- soloing the Charizard was easier. That did not work. Then I tried doing it with <laughs> random people online, I think, and ran into the HP bar issue in a really bad way, and that definitely did not work. And then I finally got it done on stream. Here's the thing. <laughs> it, if you have three Azumarils who all belly drum and then all hit play rough, boy, does the terror raid system go, I hate you, and I'm mm-hmm. not going to work anymore. We're yep. done. We're just, we talk- we're done. I think Get we out. talked about this last week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> but every time I had more than one Azumarill, I was like, well, I'm going to be here for four hours, and I don't know if I'm going to actually progress anywhere in this raid. Let me tell you, uh, you know, the, 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 the bug rarely, if never, happened if it was like two Sylveons and two Grimmsnarls. It just, those, those are always went the smoothest, in my opinion. Just because of the fake tears, moon blast slash hyper voice, whatever you prefer. I just brought my dog. No, the dog. Yeah, my good. pretzel dog. I like pretzel my dog beat up a big lizard all weekend. I, I was I was still a fan of three dogs, one Grimmsnarl, because you get all the dogs to howl. 
that that was that was always a good strat. Yeah, I mean, like that was that was the second time for Charizard. As we're recording this, I think Charizard has like four hours left before he's he's gone again. I still, you know, issues aside with, you know, sometimes getting stuck in your menu or sometimes <laughs> the HP bar freaking sometimes. out or I still really enjoy the raids system. I mean, like I, I prefer I do like the real time. I do like that there needs to be some sort of strategy involved. Uh, I do like that there's, a, you know, you ideally you need communication, but like if somebody's bringing a specific Pokemon and they know both like. I should maybe watch HP bars and maybe I should cheer and maybe I should, you know, howl or, you know, fake t- moonblast, whatever you need to do. I feel like once that system's in place, uh, they, they do go pretty okay. I mean, it's, it, it, it's, com- the, the thing is, it is not like Sword and Shield where you just bring Zacian and you just hit Behemoth Blade for three turns and then you're done, right? Like there is mm-hmm. no, the, I think the, the main takeaway is in like Sword and Shield, you went in and you hit the super effective move and then you hit nothing else. You just hit one move three to four times and then you were done. And you could, like I said last week or the week before, you could go in and you could hit crunch and crunch and crunch and crunch. But that's probably one of the worst strategies you can you can do. <laughs> It probably because, like, won't work. Your Pokemon has so work. many du- other options, right? Like if you're going, this is what I said last week. If you're going to go in and just, you know, crunch, maybe crunch is a bad example. Let's say you're going to play rough on a Mimikyu. You should probably sword stance first, because if you're going to hit that play rough button multiple times, you might as well get double the damage every single turn. Or you might as well cheer. So you have get 50% increase of damage, but also your teammates get a 50% increase of damage. Um, like there's so many things you can do to accelerate the damage you can do instead of just the sword and shield system of just well i'm to be fair sword and shield had it where you didn't have a lot of strategy right like their their shields went Mm -hmm. up and you were just like well i guess we just got to break this and i think that's why people liked the mewtwo ones so much because there was a bit of i mean like once people figured out oh you just bring marshadow and you spectral thief and you just take all mewtwo's buffs you don't have to worry about that anymore but there's besides charizard there was plenty of other Six star raids where it's like we probably have to bring a taunter or we probably have to bring a clear smogger or maybe we should run electric terrain because this Pokemon just keeps spamming sing <laughs> against us. So I'm 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 a big fan. I am mixed on it. The thing is, is that I get the most weird bugs while in these raids. It's hard for me to say like it's better since half of my experiences are awful where i don't know what's happening i'm stuck in a menu i am sometimes stuck for multiple terms where i'm just not allowed to do anything because something is happening that i'm not allowed also to see because the camera froze somewhere so i have no clue what's going on i think i will have a better opinion of them once the bugs are fixed but right now like if if the real time system means i have to deal with 50% 50% of my raids being subpar. No, thank you. Yeah. They're kind of visually confusing. <laughs> um, like, it's I hard to say go and do much, a cheer but, or go yeah. do a heal when I can't see at all what's happening yeah. to anybody else because it's frozen out. Yeah, I think maybe I've had, because I've done so many, I know what's like about mm. to happen or not about to happen. And maybe I just have a higher tolerance for that kind of stuff because... uh one, I've done it enough, but two, you know, 
It's funny how we talk about how broken Pokemon games are, but like it doesn't excuse it. But there are like other mainstream games that are just terribly broken as well. Like Call of Duty is constantly broken. The Sims is constantly broken. I was a big Destiny Destiny player. Destiny was constantly broken. Um, there was a raid in Destiny 2 where the final part of the raid, you had to, uh, there were these invisible little walls and in the sky a symbol would appear and you would have to call out the symbol and there was three people in this room where the symbol would appear and then three people in the other room. So the three people in the room would have to call out the symbol that they saw for the other three people in the room. That was the raid mechanic. And then you had a timer and once that timer went, down the little invisible wall dropped and you would move forward to the next invisible wall and then that would drop and then there was like three stacks of walls but that raid was broken for several months where sometimes your character just didn't accept the wall was there and you would just fly into space you were just gone (laughs) and you you would auto fail the the raid because you needed to be alive each one step one step two step three and then get to the end and then you get you, re- you reunite with your team and it was frustrating but you would sit there for two hours because like everyone is doing what everyone needs to do and you could do everything perfectly but sometimes the wall just didn't appear and you would die and your whole team would have to restart and i did that for weeks where it was like, I love doing this raid. This raid is incredible. Everyone's having fun, but we literally cannot beat it because, like, we're hoping that everything doesn't bug out. Um, and that's kind of how I'm feeling with Scarlet and Violet, except not as bad, right? Because one is a, like a two hour process, right? <laughs> the other right, one is yeah. about a, a, I mean, a seven minute process. <laughs> I've lived through so many bad betas that, like, when whatever. I forget what World of Warcraft thing launched that literally you'd zone in and the entire game would crash uh, because there were so many people and it was so broken that I just don't do them. I'm like, nah, I, I, this has cured me of wanting to be the first at doing anything because this experience makes me hate this game. Me having to struggle through your bugs does not make me want to play your game. So I will come back. Mm-hmm. I will come back in a month, and I hope it's better. Otherwise, I will write your game off. But you can't come back for Charizard. He's gone. I, yeah, well, <laughs> like, okay. Like, there's, there's a, there is a part in me that has been instilled over many buggy, bad games that I'm like, you know how many Charizards I have at you, this point? You don't have one with a mighty mark. I don't care. I don't I don't care if somebody a mark that only matters to me and like four other people. I mean you could, will, you could literally say the same thing about any other po- right. like every single pokemon. Right. So yeah. it, it that doesn't it's not a draw for me anymore. Like if your if your experience is bad, I'm out. Like mm-hmm. I I don't want to wait. There are so many other games that are working that are fun to do that I don't want to waste my time. Here and that's been my problem post game, being still connected with Scarlet and Violet is so many of the things you do post game for me are still so buggy that I'm like, do I want to be frustrated for an evening or do I want to go do something else? And the answer is, I want to go do something. I will say I haven't had it crash yet still, and I have played Scarlet and Violet more than I played Sword and Shield. I am over the number of hours I have on <laughs> Sword and Shield at this point. 
Um, still no crashes. I've had a couple of those raid bugs you've mentioned, but the game is all right for me. Other than the couple of uh, bugs where I had to restart in the very beginning, it it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a lot of crashes, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, I've I'm I'm what like 150 hours in. I've had five crashes. I think I still absolutely love the game. Uh, it, I think if it if it had the stability of Sword and Shield, uh, it would probably already be better than Sword and Shield for me. Uh, just because of everything about it is really really great, minus you know the frame rate and it's ugly and <laughs> the but <laughs> but like you know that can be fixed. They Hopefully. they've acknowledged that. So whether or not they fix it to, I don't think they're going to like fix it to the point where I don't know, the game suddenly looks like twice as good, right? Like, I don't think, I don't think that fix is coming, but I, I think the, I think if they, if they can, if they can fix the frame rate to the point where I can switch it back from 720 to 1080 and it will run smoothly, I will be very, very happy. Uh, I don't, I don't think the game's going to magically look better <laughs> I mean, I think the game looks fine, right? Like, I'm not, I'm not there for its award-winning vistas, but I, I would like it so that when I'm looking at your non-award-winning vistas, I'm not also forced to look at a blank space underneath. You don't want to. You, you sometimes you always got to check under the ground. You got to see what's down there. Sometimes. I mean, if they're not going to show me what's the other part of Wiglet while I'm down there, why are you pointing me underground? You just, you, you gotta, you gotta take a little peek down there. What's up? Let's tackle this Pokemon Unite stuff real quick. There's a lot happening here. Uh, this is a uh, look ahead to the upcoming Pokemon and events to celebrate the new year in Pokemon Unite. Catch up on Battle Pass Season 12. Jeez. Uh, what is it, Battle Pass? Two months or three months? Three months, I th- think. Uh, I want to say three I don't remember. It's it's always longer than I expect and shorter than I expect at the same time. I'm like, oh, it's already here? Dang. Uh, okay, so uh, trainers can look forward to exhilarating new in-game events for the arrival of the popular... Po- well, their word's not mine. They're already saying Dragon Ball's popular, but, you know, I mean, to be people like it. Uh, plus, uh, so Dragon Ball plus Battle Pass Season 13 and more in Season of Updates to celebrate the new year. Uh, on December 29th, uh, the stealth Pokemon Drag- Dragapult will join the roster of playable characters. Dragapult is an attacker that specializes in tricky maneuvers like dashing across the battlefield at high speeds while attacking or hiding itself and ambushing opponents. Uh, its Unite move, Dreep and Destroy, uh, attacks with launching Dreepies. It's so funny. It's uh, so cute. From December 26th at 4 p.m. through February 5th through 4 p.m., trainers around the world can choose either red team led by Buzzwool or blue team led by Cinderace. Uh, the, the rivalry between Buzzwool and Cinderace, it's been deep in tons of lore. I mean, long time coming that this gets resolved. Uh, finally, we get to know. Take part in a full fury battle to, you know, to be fair, at least they didn't do like Charizard and Blastoise. That would be like the standard. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> and then Venusaur always gets left out. <laughs> uh, suit up in superior style with Battle Pass Season 13. That will also kick off December 26. It will go through March 2nd. So kind of three months, uh, give or take. Yeah, three months-ish. 
You will get a marvelous trove of hero-themed awards. Highlights include dark hero-style buzzwell and dark hero-set trainer fashion items, with a new hollowware for other Pokemon available separately. Trainers can look forward to hero-themed events throughout Battle Pass Season 13. There will be some prizes from December 23rd, so that's very soon, to January 1st. You get seven-day limited uh, license every day at no cost. You just got to log in every day. Well, you get more than seven days to log in. You just got to log in seven of those days. You get like nine days, I think. New Year Lucky Wheel from December 22nd. Why? Just put them all on the same day. What is happening here? Through December 31st from 4 p.m. to 4 p.m., trainers can look can earn up to 135 spins for the New Year Lucky Wheel by logging in and winning battles. From December 31st to January 3rd, trainers can use their spins to win various prizes. They don't say what the prizes are. They're probably, what, like 10 coins? They're, they're coins, <laughs> yeah. they're weird outfits, probably. New Year celebration by logging in in the total of seven days between uh, December 25th and January 31st, trainers can get one Unite license and one rental Hollowware. They didn't say what Unite license you can get. And it's probably going to be like Pikachu and be like, oh, I already have Pikachu, yeah, so here's Pikachu. some coins. <laughs> Urshifu, the, wash, the Wushu Pokemon Urshifu has entered battle. Is that out now? I don't see a date. Urshifu's here, right? Already? Yeah. Yeah, he's already in. I think, I think so. I think so. Urshifu is an all-arounder that can be played two different ways. If you move the, if you learn the move Wicked Blow as Cubfu, Cubfu will evolve into Single uh, Strike, and if you learn Surging Strikes, you will evolve into Rapid Strike Urshifu. There are two new Held items coming: Rapid Fire Scarf, which increases your Pokemon's attack speed for a short time after three basic attacks. This effect, I wonder if that's good for Char- uh, Karimurant. This effect uh, goes on cooldown every time it's triggered. Drain Crown restores HP equal to a portion of damage dealt with attack-based attacks. Boy, they're the way they name stuff. Attack-based attacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, they name it that way because it's a very specific. It's very, very specific. Because it's not special attack-based attacks. Mm-hmm. Yes. So they have to say it's attack-based attacks. You know, if only we could have solved that problem of special attacks and physical attacks. and <laughs> If only there was another game that kind of figured that out. Well, isn't it, there's something weird in Unite where, like, your attack, your basic attacks are always attack, but sometimes your other attacks are special. The, like, the deep... The deep numbers of Pokemon Unite are for the truly brave. <laughs> the truly yeah. dedicated. I will I'll, I'll deal with the Charizard HP bug instead of trying to figure out. <laughs> yeah, okay. So there's there's a lot coming to Unite. I don't I don't know. The, the, you know, this is not the first game to do like sign in and pick a side and have fun kind of system, but I don't know if that's enough for me to put down Scarlet and Violet to be like, yeah, let me jump back into the... I still don't like that new map. I just, I can't. Really? I don't know well, what... I, I haven't played since the changes to Rayquaza went in. 
And I think it's I think it's worse now because I, <laughs> I, I, I because they made Rayquaza more like Zapdos the last time I had checked in, and ultimately that's a worse that is a much worse decision. I logged in like three days ago, and it said like w- "Welcome back, Steve. Here's a bunch of coins. <laughs> play a match." And I was like, "All right, I guess I'll play a match." It's, it was like three thousand coins or whatever, like a, a decent amount. Oh, you know why I logged in? Because there was that code. Yeah, uh, there was the code oh, yeah, for the to log in and reaching however many downloads. Yeah, so so Unite hit uh, 100, 100 million downloads. 100 million. Mm-hmm. Which is a lot. Uh, a ton. Uh, very, very, very much. <laughs> so you, you got you got 1,000 coins, and then you got a gold emblem. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. gold, em- gold emblem's worth logging in for, I think. So I logged in, redeemed it. I forgot when you redeem something Unite, it takes like... For whatever reason, it takes like an hour for it to get to you. You don't get it instantly. It's like check your mailbox in some period of time. <laughs> like okay, I got I it instantly. <laughs> oh, I redeemed I d- it this morning. I redeemed it right when it like came out, and it was like check your mailbox. And I did a match, and I came back, and I was like, I still don't have it yet. Um, I probably do have it now. I don't know where my switch is, but I did a match, and it reminded me of like, oh yeah, I don't like this match. It gave me bots. I did a ranked match, but it gave me bots. Oh, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, I've, I still don't really love this match. Although I noticed, uh, this must be new since when I logged in, Greg. I noticed uh, the opposing team took Reggie Eliki, and then mm-hmm. we defeated it. And instead of dying, he just turned around and started going the other way. And I was like, oh, that. Oh, I haven't seen that. I was like, oh, he's not dead. He's just now on our team. Uh, it was it was weird because. Yeah, I don't know if that was a bug or what happened there, but I don't know. I haven't I haven't played since Thanksgiving, so I know a bunch of changes have gone in. I need to go in and buy my Sableye. I need to go in and check things. But generally, I think a lot of people were frustrated with a lot of the changes that they put in. I overall, I like the Rayquaza map a lot better than the Zapdos map. I agree, um, but I also didn't spend very much time on the Zapdos map. But as they sort of make things more like Zapdos, like the changes that you put in were positive and made the games feel more competitive. But if if Requesta is as it was, according to the few changes that I saw, where it boosts the people that win the game, who beat Requesta so much that it might as well just be another Zapdos, that, that is generally a bad turn for that game well i felt like when i played before i was like i don't like this map because i was still playing a lot when they switched over i felt like no one even just went for it it was like oh it wasn't worth it i feel Um, like you can move around faster maybe that's just me i go for the speedy characters and i always feel like you can move around faster in the new map than the old map. you can move around fast there's more experience on the map in the new map there's a lot more experience in the new map um the thing is is that if you're behind, it was important to go to Rayquaza because you do get a boost as far as taking down the other team and a scoring boost, but it was stoppable. The way they had changed it or proposed change it, again, I haven't played in a month, was they increased the boost. The scoring speed was almost instant again. So it went back to nothing matters until the last two minutes and now whoever gets Rayquaza can win the game again. Whereas before, it was like, there was actually a battle over here. It was important to stop the team that was from behind from getting Rayquaza, because it, it did put you behind the eight ball, if it, especially if it was close. And now it's sort of back to, 
nothing matters as much until the last two minutes of the game, which is not a good, not a good look for that game. I want to say that, again, I played three days ago and it was just against bots and I just did it for the coin. So I wasn't paying too much attention. Once I realized it was a bot match, I was like, oh, I can kind of check out here. <laughs> well, but, you have to have good buzz because sometimes you get a bot match. You're like, I checked out and I, well, I lost. Yeah. They don't uh, do anything what I've noticed I want with bot to. matches is you, at least, again, I, I've played a lot at the start of when they switch maps and then just recently, is as long as you stay in your lane, it's fine. Whereas in, like, the first map, you couldn't see, like, you had to be like, I'm going everywhere. And then they kind of punished you for that of, like, if you don't stay in your lanes, the bots are going to get revolt against you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I I feel like I recall when I not again, I could be wrong, when I knocked out Rayquaza, I was able to dunk pretty instantly. It felt way yep. faster. But then yeah. I, I picked up a bunch of stuff to dunk again, and it felt normal, which is technically different. Yeah. yeah. So the idea is, from what I understand, is the first, it speeds up your first big score. But when you're playing against other people, the, that first big score is the decider, because everybody will have 50 at that point, and there's not a way to come back from that. Whereas before that change, even while they were scoring, you had a chance to break their shield and stop them. Because once that shield was gone, the boosts were gone. And so you could, even if you were behind, and like you could still catch up, or if it was a close match and you were slightly ahead, you could have a chance at stopping the other team from scoring. And that's gone, which is worse. Look, I really like Dragon Ball. I really like Urshifu. <laughs> Bo- both are both are, are Pokemon that normally would bring me back to these games instantly if, I don't know, a brand new Pokemon game didn't come out that I want to play more. Um, I'd be curious what the first Gen 9 Pokemon would be. Uh, cause I, and, and for the record, there's no way that Goldango doesn't make it into this game, right? Or Goldango. Take a time to revolt. Like, like, they're, like, they're, yeah. they're, when, when they, whenever the Pokemon company decides to celebrate that this is the 1,000th Pokemon, which they will in some they capacity, will. there's no way they don't put that into, well, I guess the, the time they celebrate is probably when that Pokemon Go event is supposedly supposed to happen. Yeah. But yeah, I'm curious what the first Gen 9, po- I, you know, I kind of wouldn't be upset with Spydops. I would. Really? I don't love Spydops, but the little, the thing before it. Like watching him like crawl the little spider bug, I think would look uh-huh. really cute. I feel like Spidops would work as like a defender, right? With like the webs, like yeah, slowing I things mean, down. I, I I can see why it would go into the game. I don't want it. There. <laughs> it's it's, o- it's already ruining one game for me. Please don't ruin two. I do like him in Scarlet and Violet when you're like in a battle and he's like trying to sneak behind you and you're like, man, I see you. Stop doing I that weird you. sneak thing. Stop sneaking. Also, why is once again a Psyduck behind me staring at me like a creeper? Please go away. What what Gen 9 Pokemon would, like, not besides favorites, like, just mechanically, what Gen 9 Pokemon would you want? Because it's, it's easy to say favorites. That's why I said Spidops, because I think the web stuff would work ideally for, like, a defender role. I don't think Veluza is going to work. No. <laughs> nope. I mean, I can only think of a, a Pokemon that I like to, because I like fast Pokemon and that holds over both in the main series games and in Pokemon Unite. I just like to move fast. <laughs> um, uh, and Meowscarada 
is fast and I think that they would like to add it in game to go along with all of the other Pokemon that kind of move that way, that kind of look that way. I think it would look good as a Unite model. Um, I think, uh, I think Pommy, they oh. would happy go for as another speed, as another speedster. We don't really have, like, the only other one that's, I mean, it's like Zoro matches that a little bit. I could see that. I could actually see Nimble. The better bug. In there. Yeah, I, I could see, see that, that one. That one really easily. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, I would I would want Tinkaton in there. I think that is a three evolution that they could they could get away with. Oh yeah, I think Tinkaton. Although super I would works. argue that probably one of the first ones they might go with, simply because it could be a Lucario match, is Flamigo. Um, they like adding simple non-evolution ones that are just like it just levels up and go and fight. Um, so I could see them making that an attacker. I would now uh, assume that they could easily get a primate evolution in, like do the oh, whole Mankey yeah, primate annihilate. That would also be good. Uh, that like they they have a huge thing there. It would be uh, like a Gardevoir. You know, have to get it to level nine, but then once it's there, like another Tyranitar situation where like it's hard to get it there, but once it's there, it it, it is hard to deal with. I like these choices. Uh, I also like taking breaks, so we will uh, take a break real quick. When we come back, we're going to talk about the anime stuff that was announced, um, and then we'll talk about the Pokemon Go stuff announced. Uh, we will be right back. Did you know, speaking of buffaloes, that buffalo, 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 buffalo is a grammatically correct sentence in English? Incorrect. are back from our break uh okay we got some big news some big news this is off I, okay the big news this is, is off a lot of places this is everywhere <laughs> yeah the, also i kept hearing rico and all three of yeah. these articles say Lico. yes it is a japanese uh translation i went and looked up the direct website that tv tokyo put out since they put out an english translation as well so in Japanese, it could it is um, Rico and Roy. Uh, they've decided to translate it with an L for Rico, so that's Liko and Roy. Yeah, and so the official Pokemon website is using Liko <laughs> with an yep. L, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I was I, I felt like I was gaslit all weekend into thinking it was Rico. Well, <laughs> that the issue is, of course, like the L and the R in Japanese. Yeah, totally exists mm-hmm. the same so you don't know how they're gonna until they state which way they're going is like it could be either mm-hmm. oh but you know we have a kataku we have a uh, a dex we have a we have official pokemon they're all saying liko uh what whatever 
that's the Japanese version. It is still possible that the American version, they just switch up the names as yeah, well again. They could. They did but that also, with, uh, what was that bad movie, Greg? Uh, Power of Us with yeah. Rusi. <laughs> well, so her name was Risa? Yeah, it was Risa. Mm-hmm. But in Japanese, it was Lisa? So, again, it's the same problem. It could be Lisa or Risa, and they chose Risa. Mm-hmm. instead of Lisa. And it's one of those things where it's like, well, why wouldn't you pick Lisa? Because that is actually a name a lot of people know in the English world. Yeah. And Risa just sounds weird and makes everybody think, did you mean Lisa? <laughs> Anyways, a this movie is bad. Made. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> that was the least of the poor choices you made in that movie. Um. So yeah, uh, you know, w- Will was on when we, we talked about this. Uh, I mean, the the... The elephant in the room is uh, they're done with Ash. I think, uh, I think, uh, well, they're not. Let's be real here. We'll get to that. They are not done. They are not done with Ash. We'll we'll (laughs) get to that part. But, you know, Greg, Will, and myself all wrong. Uh, You know, we all, we all confidently sat in the show and we're like, they're not getting rid of Ash. Asterix there, because I still don't think they are getting rid of Ash. But they're at least doing a brand new anime series here uh, without Ash. Um, that isn't, you know, going direct to YouTube. <laughs> or to- <laughs> right. I mean, let's, I'll put it this way. They are doing an anime series where Ash is not the star. Yes. But again, well, I think we should circle back to this. Okay. And I, uh, Greg might be more of an anime expert than I am, uh, but I, I, I still don't think uh, Ash is, is gone here. This is, let's, let's do the press release. We'll talk about it. The Pokemon Company Group, I don't know why, if this is Pokemon.com, the Pokemon Company Group announced a new Pokemon animated series that will follow a never-before-seen storyline and characters, including dual protagonists named Liko and Roy in the Japanese version of the series. I feel like that confirms that they'll be named differently. As they set off on an action-packed adventure across the Pokemon world. Uh, the new series will premiere across markets in 2023 and beyond, and will feature the Paldea first starter Pokemon, Sprigatito, Coco, and Quaxley, from the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet video games, as well as the legendary Pokemon Rayquaza in its shiny form. Uh, just a fun fact that the animation of Rayquaza in the trailer was used before. It was They, they just recycled yeah, that animation and they turned They did. It- I'm like, oh, this is familiar. <laughs> Fans, that wasn't new animation at all. Uh, fans can look forward to that's it's fine. Disney does this all the time. Fans can look forward to unraveling the mysteries of the Pokemon world from the exciting trainer battles uh, to fun Pokemon encounters. The upcoming story will debut after the current season of Pokemon animation, Pokemon: The Ultimate Journey, the series, which features Ask at. Which features Ash Ketchum, I didn't say anything wrong, and Pikachu winning the Masters 8 uh, tournament and the Coronation series. Follow Ash's historic win as the, you already, yeah, I get you've spoiled it for us. Uh, Pokemon World Championship, the culmination of his uh, adventures spanning 25 seasons. Fans can commemorate his storied journey with a collection of special episodes to conclude Pokemon Ultimate Journeys, the series. These episodes will feature fan-favorite Pokemon and characters, including Misty and Brock, and they will provide a glimpse at what the future may hold for the world's strongest trainer in his final chapter for Ash and Pikachu. I th- it doesn't say here, but I think there's supposed to be 11 episodes after... Yeah, they think they said 11. 
The forthcoming special episodes not only celebrate Ash's momental, mo- monumental achievements, but also act as an expression of gratitude from all Pokemon fans who have joined him and his partner Pokemon Pikachu along the way. Fans can look forward to what's to come in the new animated series, which will represent everything they love about Pokemon animation, including action, adventure, friendship, and Pokemon. Uh, so that's the official press release there. So uh, if you're not following, uh, because there was a lot of news that happened all at once, is Japan is pretty much done. They've wrapped up. Uh, the, there was never a new Eevee. Spoiler. The Eevee just stayed as an Eevee. Uh, <laughs> I missed opportunity there. Missed, yeah, you know, you would think the, the Scarlet and Violet video games would have confirmed that, but there is no new Eevee. And then, so that's wrapped up. We still don't have those episodes in English. So I I think we talked about this. I don't remember if Greg was on that episode or not, but it just to me it always felt it it did feel like weird of like I'm supposed to be sad, but also you haven't given me the episodes to consume to be sad. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I again I think this also hits people like I think this hits a lot of people different. Like for me, who came to the anime at age 28, like this isn't a part of my childhood. This just it makes sense after 25 years that as a brand and as a continual growth that you need to reset, right? Like even the Simpsons is like long in the tooth and people are like, okay, we're kind of done. And in comic books about every 25 years, they're like, we need a reboot. We need to, we need to do a fresh take on characters. Look, Batman Beyond was bad. Batman Beyond was great. What are you talking about? <laughs> As a kid, I hated Batman Beyond. I was yeah. so. You also don't like superheroes. Yeah. So I, I really, as a kid, I really loved um the 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 good Batman, the Batman that everyone loves. Batman the animated series is brilliant. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And so when they were they were uh, they were announcing Batman Beyond, I was like really excited. And then that was like the first time as a kid, I was like, oh, I, I thought I was supposed to like all cartoons because like no, but I yeah, I did not like <laughs> Batman Beyond as a kid. I'm sure it's actually I mean, really ba- good, but Batman Beyond is really good, but they really shortchanged a lot of the storylines and also you really had to understand a lot of what happened at Batman Adventures for some of the stuff they did in Batman Beyond to even make sense. You're like, because if you'd only watch Batman Beyond, you're like, who is this old lady? I don't Barbara remember. Gordon. <laughs> why is she important? <laughs> well, why, why do I care? Like it was, it was a weird, it was like a weird sequel standalone and they didn't do it very well. But I think overall, if you are a fan of both and you watch it now, you're like, okay, I get why Batman Beyond was important and what they were doing. It makes more sense to you as an adult than it would have ever made as a kid. Yeah. I think, I think, I, I, I mean, I was pretty confident in them not dropping Ash because of they, they, they still, okay. To be fair, they still have not defined what a Pokemon master was. You know, they they did this for 25 years. People would be like, what are you doing, Ash? And he's like, I'm going to be a Pokemon master. And they're like, what does that even mean? And every time he goes to explain it, Team Rocket shows up or Pikachu electrocutes him or he falls off a cliff because he's Ash. Like something happens where he never defines it. And so winning against Leon, if they would have said like becoming world champion, You'd be like, oh, well, he became world champion. He's done. Like, I'm pretty sure in One Piece, yeah. the thing they're trying to do in One Piece is to find the One Piece. And you would probably know the show is over when they find the One Piece. They uh-huh. haven't done that yet. But is it? <laughs> we don't know what the One Piece is. So how do we know the show's over when they find the One Piece? So it is a little weird that, like, 
they they have for 25 years been like ash wants to be a pokemon master he wins a world championship that's not necessarily saying like he's a master right like well i think it was interesting in the trailer that the first thing they showed was gary saying to ash so are you close to being a pokemon master now and they cut to the look of like oh i actually have to think about this on ash's face which is an interesting way to say like this is probably the first time he's had to like rethink his goals and i think this 11 this these 11 episodes is really sort of to say this is what ash is going to focus on and it's going to take him away from what we want to focus on as an animated series there's no denying ash is a very talented trainer i mean people can always oh, say yeah. like Oh, I hate Ash, or Ash is so bad, but, like, he's won a lot of matches. He's qualified in a lot of tournaments. That's that's more than, you know, somebody sitting at home with their Switch can say, right? Like, I mean, if I could break the rules that Ash does, I could win a lot more, too. That's all you I'm can. saying. You just, you just gaslight all the judges. <laughs> Here's the thing. A friend of mine once said about Dr. Seuss, and I feel this way about Ash, he said... I could be a great poet, too, if I could rhyme everything with words like gargle snoozer. Like, if I could just make up the words, I could be a great poet. Make up what the words, Dr. Greg. Seuss? Make up the words. I um, mean, we're getting there. It, it was weird to look at, the, to watch the internet process these emotions, right? Because we, we've had so many years of people being like, oh, I just wish they would get rid of Ash. I just wish they would start over. I wish a reset. And then all of a sudden you get like, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> it's happening. I mean, I don't think they're the same people, but these are the same people that are were mad that, you know, Han Solo died in the sequels. Spoiler alert, that Luke Skywalker dies in the sequels. Like, like if you thought about it, like, as a diehard Star Wars fan, I'm like, of course they're killing these characters off because they need to... A, the actors are getting old, and B, they want to restart the franchise. <laughs> That's what you have to do. Like you, if you want to get a fresh start, if you want to be able to do things that break a pattern, you do need to do some sort of reset. And after 25 years, you're going to need to do a reset because you're kind of out of stories to tell about Ash. I think the thing that kills the Simpsons is like one of those actors dies, right? Right. Because I think, I think that's part of the reason why the Simpsons is going for so long is... You just have the same people, and they're very good at what they're they're doing, and they get paid very well. And I'm sure Fox is still very happy with how many people watch The Simpsons and that stuff. But like, I feel like as soon as one of those actors goes, like that show falls apart. I don't know. Maybe they can. I don't know. There are a lot of talented voice acting people out there. Maybe they can replace it. I mean, look, I lived through the D Darren switch of Bewitched, where they just changed actors and didn't explain anything. Like <laughs> people accept a lot. Here's here's the thing. Do you? Do you do you think they told Sarah? Do you think they gave her a heads up that like, hey, the character you played for seventeen years is uh, we're we're moving on. The video she put out seemed pretty well done. I don't think she could have done that video if she had been in emotions of learning that the character was going to be gone right then. There is no actor <laughs> in the world <laughs> that doesn't know how to read a contract. And a contract end date. And as you're approaching that contract end date, you're like, 
Um, I don't have an offer on the table. I mean, the other thing is, is like, the, I'm sure they informed them, but also like, people are like, oh, she's out of a job. Like, she does a lot of voice work. Like, oh, they're yeah, going yeah, 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 yeah. to retain a, they're going to retain a person doing. She does more voices on that than just Ash. Like, mm-hmm. they're going to retain good vocal talent. Like, don't worry about her. Yes, the the character is retiring to never come back. Voice acting is super hard to get into. One, she's already into it. Two, she literally puts that she was Ash Ketchum on her resume, and I'm I'm, I'm sure she is fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I mean, she is an established voice actor, and that will carry you far. And voice actors can get paid a lot. It is not the highest paid acting job, but if you can do multiple voices, you get a lot of work. So, like, it's much more about how many jobs you do get than how much you're paid for one individual job. And I'm sure she's on the upper end at this point of I mean, 17 of years the is, acting is scale. one of the, as a, debatably one of the top 10 most recognizable characters of all time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and the fact that she can do multiple voices and people don't know that's the same voice is mm-hmm. a huge commentary on how skilled she is. Yeah, she does uh, Delia and then she does like a bunch of other Pokemon yeah. voices mm-hmm. as well. And I'm sure she does other cartoons, right? Like, I'm sure there are other minor projects that she that she gets hired out for. You know, going back to, uh, you know, these two new characters, there was, for all of Pokemon Journeys for the last three years, it was like, they're replacing Ash with Go. And it was like, you know, I, we sat on the show and I was like, Go is not an interesting enough character to carry this show. <laughs> I mean, Go is a great character. Uh, I think I, I would put Go up there with the levels of, I think a lot of people would would agree with me that, you know, Brock is this iconic character that people always want to see back. You know, they did bring back Brock for uh, Diamond and Pearl stuff, right? Yes. He skipped mm-hmm. the Hoenn stuff. They They brought him back for Diamond and Pearl stuff, I believe. You know, people love Misty. People love Brock. So people always got excited when Misty and Brock came back. People love Gary. Uh, I, you know, I don't know if people would get excited if they brought Tracy back. I'm sure five people out there would be excited (laughs) for Tracy. Uh, but like, I think Go is one of the better companions that Ash has had, but you know, Go is a companion. You know, this isn't, this isn't friends where they make a spinoff show with Joey and hope it's like, like, like Go is that show is so bad though. (laughs) Like, like. Go just, you know, doesn't, didn't, to, you know, Go, Brock, Misty, they, I don't think they were ever good enough characters to have their own show. They were good, they were very, very good companion characters. They if never they developed had... the characters to be good enough. Yeah, and they would have had very different kinds of shows. Yeah, like Joey. I would have been bad. I would watch, <laughs> I would watch uh, Dr. Brock and his rocket ship show. I would watch that. There's a, you know, I saw a lot of like, I hope that Liko is Ash's daughter kind of thing, mm-hmm. which, which I believe is a big anime trope, right? Of like, we get rid of the main character, but the new character is so-and-so's granddaughter, daughter, whatever. I hope that that like, I, it, it, I, I don't want it. I don't, I want a fresh start, right? Like, I don't want the whole like. Oh, you're, I don't want every episode where this character walks into a gym or a thing and like, oh, you're the daughter of Ash Ketchum. Like, I just, I'm already exhausted and it hasn't even started. I mean, but that's, that's a thing in real life, right? Like, like, 
that's also the thing is is that's also a huge anime trope so yeah. mm-hmm. it depends on how tropey they're gonna go with this i and don't there think, is a basis for it yeah i don't There's one basis for it yes they are <laughs> going to go along the lines of hey this is ash and this is ash's kids and be like which of these myriad of people did he actually marry and have a child with like that opens up a lot of dating sim weirdness oh with don't, don't don't greg greg it's already there the i don't did i did i get hit in the head during x and y where like where did all these serena slash ash oh, shippers come yeah, from no, like yeah i get it huge. like in the japanese anime they like had a kiss and then in the english anime they like implied that they literally just cut the scene early like i get it but don't don't sit here and say like ash didn't have chemistry with a various amount of I mean, characters throughout the years. That's what I'm saying. And really, we know that the only person that he should be making an honorable connection with is Bianca. Because that's a legendary. <laughs> like, what are you doing of your choices? It's a legendary. I you Bianca from Black and White. I was like, I nah. must have missed those Black and White nah. episodes. <laughs> nah, this is Bianca the Latias. Here's the thing. As much as Masters has said we're having a dating sim and you can't stop us... I don't think they want to open the doors of what what the official ship with Ash is. I think they're going to leave that over on the corner. And I think they're going to have an older Ash come into the series every once in a while. Like, because you need you need to, for legal reasons, to keep using your character or it falls into the public domain. And they're not going to allow that to happen. So I think we will see Ash, an older Ash, appear Eventually, but I when do you not say think older, is... do you mean like Digimon older? Which is Digimon? They went like two to three years. They went from like end of middle school to like early high school. Or do you say yeah. like adult, where Ash is like I don't carrying I don't a brown think, paper bag with him? I don't think they're going to do adult, right? Like I don't think they're going to have Ash and Larry be good friends. I think they're going to do an Ash. <laughs> <laughs> Although I would also watch that anime. I take it back. I want Ash to meet adult. I take it all back. I'm wrong. I need Ash and Larry at the diner together. Just commiserating about their, what their life has become. Yeah, I got a bunch of people wanting me to be champion and my, my back hurts. No, I think they would do a two or three years, uh, the famous Ash, you know, ha- running around doing publicity battles. Stuff like that, I think they would let him age a couple of years and have him appear and be like a Cynthia type figure who shows up, right? Like, well, keep in mind mm-hmm. if they when the, getting rid of Ash means they get rid of Pikachu, right? And, and I don't, I, I'm more concerned about how they're going to wedge Pikachu back in because that's like their big mascot. Yeah, but I do think the bigger sadness is we are saying goodbye to Team Rocket. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's there's so much here. Like. Okay, I want to I want to still talk about the 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 possibly daughter thing here before we get to Team Rocket and other characters, uh, because like the the thing that I think people point well whether or not she has a hairpin that is the similar to his hat whether or not she had that hairpin whether or not her hair is black which is the biggest mental gymnastics in the entire world that because she has Ash has black hair she has black hair they got to put two and two together like that's it's a stretch. I would like people to look at the average color of hair of both China and Japan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
also just you know there's a lot of characters in the pokemon anime that have black hair anyways uh even without the hairpin i think people would have still jumped to the i hope it's ash's daughter here are the possible ships uh and you know serena is up there i saw people comparing eye color between serena and dawn and misty and I don't know who the other companion may. Hey, if you're going to compare eye color and eye shape, though her eyes are goes eye color and eye shape, I will have you just take that into consideration. The the eyes change every this season because they they mm-hmm. they change the animation every season, and we talked about why they change the animation every season. They change it so when you look at it on the TV, you know what generation you're in. Like if as soon as I see like three seconds of black and white. I'm like, that is black and white because we Beyblade Kid is about to appear and let him rip. Like, like you just know, based off that animation series, you know, the whole, like, I know it's an anime trope. I, I've i seen, like, three episodes of Naruto. Um, there was a lot of Naruto that happened in my household. Uh, so I, I feel like I've seen the entire thing without actually looking at it just because it was, like, constantly on. But, like, at least with... You know, when they went from Naruto to Baruto, which is Baruto is Naruto's son. But at least yes. in that, he has an interest and you watch that interest develop and you watch them get married. And so for them to have a kid, like, makes sense. There, there's, there's, in, in 25 years, there's two on-screen kisses. One is to Serena, two is to Alatias. And I wish uh, that, like, like I'm not even, like, that's not even me making it up. That's literally what happened. One is to Alatias yeah. and one is to a Serena. <laughs> yeah, and Latias is the better choice. So, Ash, do the right thing. So, uh, to, and also, he had a, he he for sure had on-screen hots for Melanie, which was the, the flute girl from Pokemon the Movie 2000. And that had the Krabby's joke. Yeah, in but it that's unrequited. She can definitely do better than Ash. Yeah, that's true. That's true. She can. She. I mean, she knew how to drive a speedboat. That. Uh, that's. That's fantastic. I feel like Ash having a daughter is the equivalent equivalent to J.K. Like it can happen totally, right? It can totally happen. They can make it make sense. The Serena Serena fanboys out there will be overjoyed that it happened. But to me, it, it feels like the equivalent of J.K. Rowling writing, like, Harry Potter and Ginny had a kid, and they named they, their... She did! No, no, it, it wasn't that part. It was the it was the naming of the kid. Like, they oh. named their kid Albus Severus Hagrid Rowlet Dumbledore. And it was like, well, this is the worst possible name for this kid. You just needed to make sure you hit every possible... Like, it's just so corny. Um... I'm just going to take a moment, point out that your parents named you literally an already existing person's name. So yeah, no, I, 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 and I, and I, 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 you know, as, as Greg is answering all questions about me on Twitter, <laughs> I, I, I disliked my name, so I changed it. Yeah, pe- people, why are you asking me about Steve's <laughs> last name on Twitter? <laughs> I was very, I was very dedicated to like scrolling through your entwi- entire Twitter feed after this. <laughs> I would, re- I think it is more interesting, and maybe I'm in the wrong. I think it's more interesting and more. I think it's just better to have a character go like, I saw Ash. Like, I, this is ideally this is what I want the first episode to be. The first episode to be these two characters watching Ash defeat Leon. And being like, that is so cool and inspiring. I want to be a trainer. And for possibly maybe that series to end with that person. Uh, sorry, the the new characters. 
they're going to change their names, Liko and Roy, to like somehow battle Ash. And like that is the journey that's going to happen. I think that's so much more interesting than just like this character walking into every town being like, oh, you're Ash's daughter. Like, I don't I don't I want that. I think I think the I think the latter is more interesting. I mean, it depends, of course. It could be uh, like it's also interesting of a child trying to get out of the expectations of their parents' shadow, right? Sure. Like, I, I think there is also a storyline there that is interesting. I just don't think, again, that they are going to do that. And I don't think they do it well. No. <laughs> I mean, they, they kind of did it with Leon and Hop. I don't think they did it well. I no. I, I think they almost yeah. did it well. That they end almost of, did it well. The end of that game falls apart. The beginning of that game, very good, falls apart. But, like, that's also so fresh, too, of, like, Hop struggling to fill Leon's shoes and then it not working out super well okay whatever like if, if it's ash's daughter it's ash's daughter i don't think that makes or breaks it i just think that's like a really like low hanging fruit like you've just fallen into every single other anime trope storyline also greg again i'm i'm biting off way more than i can chew in star wars greg again i oh, i'm okay. biting Here off more go. than i can chew but when they when they they did the first six right you know people love them the first three people the hated the other three when they when they did the next three with the the girl what's her name ray ray wasn't there like this constant debate of whether she she was fresh wasn't related to anyone or she was like luke skywalker like related so there was like yeah uh, Mm -hmm. i I saw as a non-star wars fan people being like i hope that she's related to luke and then i the other part is like i hope that she's just fresh because we need it to be fresh I don't even know how that ended up. She's related to Luke. <laughs> uh, it ended up really complicated. Uh, not related to Luke. No, but ultimately decides to be related to Luke in the end. I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. So here's the thing: like we 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 tend to fall into this trap a lot, where where it's like we hear people saying they want this, and then. They then they're saying they want this. Like they are very distinct different camps, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. they're just camps which one is being really, louder. Yeah, it's at, at any given time which camp is being louder. There were a lot of people who really, really wanted Ray to be a descendant of Luke for a lot of reasons. Um, much of it was extended universe stuff because they really wanted their extended universe stuff to carry through and not to have Disney nuke it from orbit and say, none of this exists. Disney nuked it from orbit and said, none of this exists. It's all fan fiction. Um, And so then they went a completely different route with it that I liked a lot of people hated. So like it, it, whenever you're playing with these things and you're making lineage connections, it is so fraught with how it's going to split your fan base. Often it's best to not do it. And they did it in Star Wars, and it split the fan base, uh, which was expected because Star Wars, uh, they're awful. Star Wars fans are bad. Uh, and there's never going to be a way to keep them happy. Getting rid of Ash and Pikachu. Uh, still asterisks there. I-, I guess I hope they go the full length and they get rid of Team Rocket as well, right? Like, Team Rocket is... They're, they're main characters, right? You know, they got rid yeah. of Misty, they got rid of Brock, they got rid of Tracy, they got rid of May, they got rid of Dawn, they got rid of whoever. Team Rocket has all as as stayed constant throughout the entire thing as well. Could they bring back Team Rocket? 
million percent. Uh, do can they bring back Team Rocket if if they they this this girl is Ash's daughter? Maybe if they give James a walker, I don't know, like <laughs> possibly. Hey, James is sprightly. I love Team Rocket. Like I think like Team Rocket has gone through really good to being annoying to like really good again. Like it, they 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 go in waves, but I think really in in Sun and Moon and Journeys, they really Team Rocket was kind of at its best. Yeah. Uh because they they didn't rely on Team Rocket every episode. Uh, which was which made them even better. They got to have kind of more of their own storyline. Yeah, I'm, than they yeah. had in the past. I'm assuming they're like like Team Rock. We we didn't we never knew what Ash's goal was. Well, Ash has never defined his goal, and they no, decided Ash has never defined his goal. Let's... But we we always knew Team Rocket's goal. Their goal was to get Pikachu. That was it. That was their that was their entire goal. And if there's no Pikachu to get. What are they doing in the anime? Unless, which is possible, these new characters could have a Pikachu. And it's like, well, they're going to have the starters. Yeah, well, Ash had all the starters. He still had Pikachu. Go had all the starters. And th- they were still dominant. And, like, you can have more than one starter character. Like, anyone remember the Johto series? That Chikorita was out constantly. That Chikorita never uh, went back into his Pokeball. Johto's not canon. <laughs> I'm pretty sure his chick read was a girl too, I think, if I remember correctly. But yeah, I, I, I like a lot goes away uh with Ash, which you know, on the on the flip side, exciting. Yeah. It's exciting to see something new. Even though I like I'm I'm happy to be wrong. Cause like there there is the there is the the consistency of Ash of like, yep, just keep keep running Ash into the ground. Like it's fine. Like you're you're still getting you're still getting good viewership. You're still getting people into the anime. You're still getting something in the background for people who may be older. And I think the anime is still great as a thirty. How old am I? Thirty four. As a thirty four year old, for you all, I still have a good time watching the anime. Happy to be wrong to get new characters. That's that's as exciting. Hard to say whether or not I'm gonna like the new characters or like the direction they're going in. Yeah, I don't know that Team Rocket makes sense in. In Paldea? In Paldea, given the fact that I think, and my hope is that the Team Star plotline from the games is explored better and slightly deeper in the anime. Because there's a, that is a huge anime trope, like a huge anime trope. The idea that they could explore that more by cutting out Team Rocket, cutting out Ash and all of that, and ha- like focus on those dynamics is it it is very in an anime right now. Like that is a huge thing that's happening in anime. Like the whole school thing again has resurged. Um, so I I think like from a business decision, it makes sense to retire these things and go where the new hotness is. When you have a new region that also is focusing on what the new hotness in anime is right now. Mm-hmm. I think I think the last point here is what Greg and I started off with saying uh, is Ash isn't going anywhere. There's there's this show uh, uh, that has existed for a long time. I grew up with the show. It's called Yu-Gi-Oh! And Yugi hasn't been the main character in a long time. Do you know who keeps showing up in the show and who they keep using on all the TCG cards and all the marketing things? It's Yugi. Pikachu! They can also... And, and maybe they did look at Yu-Gi-Oh! or other shows uh, and they're like, oh... 
look at these huge spikes of viewership that we get when we bring back Yugi or we bring back Ash. Uh, or like they probably saw it with Brock and Misty. Like I guarantee you the most watched Sun and Moon episodes were probably the two. Well, well I guess I think Brock and Misty were in like four or five episodes. But I'm sure they saw huge spikes when they brought back Brock and Misty. And they're oh, like, oh yeah. we can just do this with Ash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I got interested in it again at that point. Yeah. I, d- I don't know if they get away with that if they... Like, I think I think they get away with it if they age Ash a couple years, but I don't think if Larry and Ash, I I don't think that works, right? No, it doesn't work. Because you have, like, adult Ash in the anime, but you're still having, like, 10-year-old Ash and Pikachu on, like, your TCG cards or your, your, like, plushes or whatever. And in Masters and everywhere else. No, I I, Mm -hmm. I think they would, since Ash is vaguely ageless as it is could be 10 could be 11 depends on which official website you look at like i think they they are comfortable allowing a couple of years to pass and him being somewhere between 11 and 14 and having him show up and and be advice or just be like whatever like there's no way he's gone gone like yeah. they can't they can't legally not use him <laughs> I mean, like, he would still be in Pokemon Masters. That's right. probably one of the reasons Masters exists. Yes. But I will say, I, I mean, we have a range of ages on this show at this point in time. And Greg, you were well into your 20s by the time the anime started. I was in first grade when I was watching this show. <laughs> and it's going to be sad to see all of these characters go away. I am one of those people who is is maybe not entirely surprised because this has been a good end to the story they have done it really well redirecting the anime towards this big competition that ash could win but it's going to be sad i remember back at the end of the original series before owen started there was that episode where ash and misty and brock all went their visibly separate ways and that is a core memory for me because i think that was the first time i cried as a kid at something being sad in a show and Mine was Batman I, Beyond. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> I think that's going to happen here. I think that's going to happen here for a lot of people. I know some people cried at the news. I, I teared up at Sarah's little video of saying goodbye to the character soon. Regardless, this is sad. But yeah, it's I also... Mean, it's it, It's exciting. Yeah, it, it is also... Like, if you look at the generational thing... Like, this is a good time to reset for a new generation that's about that age. Their parents are about, you know, if they started watching their 10, they're probably around 35 now, Steve. And in theory, they may, have, they may have 10-year-old children and they can start a whole new fresh journey with them, right? Like, this can be their anime and, you know... It it serves multiple purposes. Like it makes sense why they're doing it. And I wonder if they started this around the twentieth anniversary. And uh, and I think I, I don't know if people remember the twentieth anniversary. I do. That was the first time they got a Super Bowl ad. And that Super Bowl <laughs> ad always stuck with me because it literally showed uh, a parent showing their kid Pokemon for the first time, but showing them as like I was your age when I got into this. And I still love it. And now you can get into it too. And that's that to me 
has kind of been the theme for the last five years is like Pokemon has has not verbally acknowledged this, but through media, through merchandise, through what they have been doing, they have they have acknowledged my fan made weird noise. They have acknowledged that like we have all of these adults that now have money. And we can sell them $500 watches. We can sell them $100 metal Pokeballs. We can make these kinds of things for adults that have money. And these adults now have kids. And we can we can do a complete circle of we're getting new 10-year-olds in. Adults are coming back to our thing. And we can now do the whole Disney thing of we're, 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 we're for everyone. And we don't have to just focus on kids because those kids are now adults. They they need to put their money into some sort of hobby. And here's a brand new three hundred dollars sterling silver Rayquaza pen you can buy. Oh, it sold out in ten minutes. Yeah, of course it did because you guys have money. <laughs> well, it's the Disney thing. Like like they understood that they are a generational brand. Yeah, I, I said it on the show before, but like this is this is the clearest sign of. We are now a generational company, and we are going to act like a generational company. Um, it's the reason why Disney does live remakes because they have to up the IP every ten years, um, or they lose copyright. Like they're gonna Ash is coming back because you're gonna have copyright issues if you don't. Oh yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if if movies are still Ash focused. Oh, uh, uh, movies, movies can be exist. Ash. Yeah, yeah, movies will be Ash focused. I mean, they already rebooted the movies. Right? Yep. Like, they rebooted Ash. They had one good one and one bad one. So. <laughs> oh, well. I think this is they the had fir- two good ones. Because I forgot about the jungle one. That I think was this the first good. time you've said the Zarud or the I Choose You has been good. <laughs> I liked it. You just you and Micah decided I didn't like I Choose You because of one moment I found laughable. Was it the Pikachu? Yeah, the Pikachu spin. Oh, I and thought I you didn't like the why. weird flashback. The black and white flashback. Do you remember that part? That actually was my least favorite part of the movie. Where they did that weird black and white flashback of like Ash in the school. Oh, no, I didn't hate that. No. Yeah, I didn't like that part. And, and I didn't I, I didn't care. Like, there's a lot of that movie that was very fluffy, but. Um, I mean, that movie is very trope heavy as well. Yeah, that movie is just dredging through the tropes. But no, I think I liked I Choose You. Like, I was like, I would watch that again. It's not my favorite, but I liked it. You could not pay me enough money to watch The Power of Us again. <laughs> I, w- I want to remind people that I, I went I went to that movie with with uh, with other people who then fell asleep during that movie. <laughs> I don't think it exists on. It's not on Amazon anymore. I checked the other day. Yeah, not Amazon. Netflix. Wow, it's not on Netflix anymore. Yeah, I... it's not easy to watch that movie anymore at all. Um. All right, uh, we just got Pokemon Go news to to cover here. We got two two things. Uh, Hannah, can I put this on your shoulders? Can you can you tell us about the Scatterbug stuff? Are you looking for me to read it? Because I don't have that page up, but I can. <laughs> <laughs> I I haven't done the Scatterbug stuff, but I feel like you probably did do a little bit of it. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, I I'm going to point out just for everybody who makes fun of me. In the Pokemon Go press release, they say Vivian. Vivi- mm-hmm. It's right yes, there. They, they spell do. it out. Yeah, it's I... always been Vivian. <laughs> it's French. Vivian. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what and I thought people too. Are like, people are like, it's Vivian. I'm like, no, it's not. It's <laughs> Vivian. Vi- the only. Vivian. Yep. 
the only reason I've known that this entire time is because of Nintendogs having the Papillon dog in there. <laughs> what a Papillon. <laughs> and so Mon I knew that that dog papillon. existed, and I knew that oui. that meant butterfly in French, because that dog's ears look like a butterfly. They so, do. Oh, <laughs> they, in Pokemon Go, have Vivian now, along with Scatterbug and Spupa. In the press release, they say that you can collect Scatterbug's whole evolutionary line, which is true if you're not counting all of the forms, because they have 18 of 20 forms available in Pokemon Go. Um, one of the other forms that is not available in Go is available in Paldea, and yes. the other one, the Pokeball form, is simply not available yet. That's probably going to be an event in the future. I'm looking forward to it because that's my favorite form. Um, but... Huh, I don't know. You say everybody likes it. I'm not a huge fan. <laughs> <laughs> when somebody it's, was explaining to me, because I'm like, what is this? And they said, I'm like, I'm out. It's this just more work to awful. do in the friends list. This sounds um, awful. It has brought people together. It has got people uh, making new friends online. It's gotten people to start sending gifts to their lucky friends and their best friends again mm -hmm. and opening lucky friend gifts, which... The way I feel about that is it's more work to do in the friends list. Um, <laughs> and it took me it took me two days to figure out that I could pin and unpin a postcard on the same screen and that I didn't have to pin it there, close it out, go catch the Pokemon and then go all the way to the postcard book and unpin it there. <laughs> uh, the postcard book is also limited, I think, to like 100. Yes, 300. Oh, 300. 300. There have been some data mine speculation things that it there will be an upgrade for it that will cost money but it, that is not out yet hey you know niantic um, is really struggling to pay the bills here so <laughs> and there are 18 of these forms and the one for the west side of the united states is all the high plains pattern and i am in the pacific northwest where it rains constantly and the description for the High Plains pattern in the Paldea Pokedex is from lands with little rain. <laughs> and I found that hilarious. I don't even know what we are. We're polar, Greg. Are we polar? So th this this lines up pretty much with the 3DS, which in the 3DS we would have been polar as okay. as well. Mm -hmm. um, also, if, if prior to this coming out, if you were ever a 3DS player or a Pokemon home subscriber first off sorry uh but if you if you were trying to collect and trade vivion elegant was very dominant on mm -hmm. uh, on the wonder trade slash pokemon home it and it's because japanese players love this they do uh which is totally they cool do. right so you see a lot of elegance going around um and then of course just, I'm assuming it's going to be the same for Pokemon Go compared to the 3DS. The the ones in Africa always seem to be the harder ones to get. On the plus side, you can maybe argue the South American ones would be hard, but Pokemon Go is so big in South America. It's actually insane how big it is. And like the fact that I think Niantic's only had like one event or maybe zero events in South America is actually a crime because of, again, how big, specifically in Brazil, Pokemon Go is they've definitely had events they've just been smaller yeah rip to australia who i don't think has had an event at all <laughs> still yet uh so i i have i've only seen tons of people really like this feature um although i understand the the work 
that you have to do with the pinning and stuff. They did. I mean, they it's sped exciting. up the animations, which which I think they probably, if they didn't do that prior to this, you probably would have seen yeah. more complaints. It, and I mean, know, this is a new Pokemon. This is a new Pokemon and an exciting way to release it that hasn't gone wrong. Yeah. So I, I my speculation, <laughs> I don't know this. I know I'm in the Niantic creator group. They don't sometimes they tell us stuff sometimes they don't my speculation <laughs> is the people who worked on the mega evolution moved on to this project and oh, that's yeah. why one so far it's it's mostly positive two it's not broken <laughs> but i do think so the alternative or i guess maybe the worry was that vivian was going to spawn regionally specific and in order to get them all you would have to travel and find somebody in south africa to trade with and north africa and west africa but this lets you get them all from the comfort of your couch uh but you do still have to be social you still do have to try to find friends and but much easier than Mm -hmm. buying a plane ticket and going to africa or new zealand or japan to do that so I, I do think, you know, I remember when they announced Mew, Shiny Mew, and people were like, oh, I'm never going to get Shiny Mew because I'm not 40. And it's like, well, the best way to level up is friends. And they would be like, well, I don't have any friends. And th- to, Niantic is trying to solve that problem, right? Of like, you should try to get friends because not only does is a great way to help you level up, uh, it's now you can get Vivian. Or it's also, you know, I've said this before. It's also a great way to get items, right? Like if if you don't if you live in a city with one Pokestop and one gym, and you open your twenty gifts, it does give you a lot of Pokeballs, a lot of berries, a lot of stuff. It does it does refresh your item bag. That being said, if you don't have twenty friends to open twenty gifts a day, you're stuck again, right? Like there's only so much the game can do, and, and at a certain point, it's kind of like okay. Here are all your tools. You kind of have to use your tools. <laughs> but again, I, I do think this is a great way to encourage friends, uh, get people to open gifts. Because I, I'm in the same boat as as you two, where it's like, oh, I have to go open 20 gifts or oh, I got to send gifts. And it's like, I don't need the items. Mm-hmm. I, and now I'm at the point I need the experience because I just let, hit 48. And that's like, you need 25 million to get to 40. <laughs> it's like, okay, I got to open more gifts. They made it faster, so that's before this update. They made the whole like game faster, so that's really great. But now, on top of that, you can get a Pokemon. So they they have been doing it better. Uh, I'm not sure what. I mean, I I understand the issue of like, oh, I have to go to my gifts and fumble through that. I don't know how they make that better. I don't think there is a way to. I just want to say that I went through the pain of getting all of these forms. In home, yes, for I'm- a sticker and a background, and then you go players come along with your easy forms, devaluing my hard work. I don't know if they're easy. I don't know if I'd call them easy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I did collect all the Vivions and Vivion. I did collect Vivion. them all in uh, home, and that was fun. It was yeah. uh, it was a hassle as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just here's the thing. I'm not doing it again. I did it once, kids. I actually technically did it twice because there was a bunch that I was. Here's the thing. There was a bunch that was in my bank in my 3DS, and I thought, I don't, I don't want to do that transfer. I don't want to find them all. I'm just going to search for them at home. <laughs> That's See, what I did. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I don't add people to my friends list who aren't in communities I'm in. I don't add people that I don't either know in person or will maybe someday meet in person. And so I might just have to sort of hope that people I know travel to fun places because <laughs> um, I don't really, I don't like adding people that I don't know. I like being able to say, oh, I have you from my friends list. I've been exchanging gifts with you for years and we finally get to meet. That's exciting. But doing that with someone that I am almost definitely never going to meet that's in a whole different community that's just somebody I found in a Twitter thread, that is someone I am unlikely to ever see again. That is someone that I don't think I'm going to be building community with in the same way I could be wrong. <laughs> um, I could be wrong. Um, Pokemon Go has led to amazing friends in amazing places. I, have, I am still friends with somebody that I did a random Giratina raid in 2018 in New York with. Um, and sometimes Pokemon Go friends can happen in that direction where you add someone via code online and eventually you meet them even though you haven't talked elsewhere. But I think that that is much rarer. And so I, yeah. I expect this to be a very slow process for me, getting all of the Vivian. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think this is a fast process. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I've seen people the, speeding through it. I, I have I seen. No, people, people speed through it a lot. I have seen. Well, here, the, the other thing to think about, too, is I remember when they, not the Mega reboot, but when they, when they first launched Megas, there was this huge uh, pushback of like, this is very money grabby. I don't want to do these raids. I want to collect megas, but I don't want to participate in the system you've created. And mm -hmm. in this system, and then they rebooted megas and everyone loved it. And this system, there's none of that. It, the, the, the pushback is like, ah, it's tedious. And it's like, well, you've just, you, that, that, that is all of Pokemon <laughs> Go. <laughs> the whole game is tedious. But, you know, there's no cost, right? You literally just have to make friends, open gifts, keep track of what you're collecting. So for a person who might need some sort of goal or a person that, look, I don't, they don't care about rating. They don't care about leveling up Pokemon. They don't care about battling. This is a great feature. Like there are some people out there that only log into Pokemon Go. They want to complete their Pokedex. They caught the Furfru that they caught the whatever new Pokemon. And then they come back in two weeks or three weeks or whatever. Right. Like think we rag on Niantic a lot, which is very well deserved. They make a lot of bad decisions. But in this case, they've released something brand new, a new feature, a new thing to keep track of something in the game that you can do. Or you can just ignore it. Right. Like the same thing with stickers. Some people out there really like stickers, but I'm so glad they never did the like, well, you have to use the stickers to like, they didn't. Yeah. You can use them if you want. You can ignore them. There's no like weird punishment for avoiding that feature. Yet. Yet. There are occasionally field researches. Yeah. But again, it's, it's, it's not like they're, it's not like I, I'll give me 30 put stickers on gifts of, instead of like <laughs> battle five team rocket. Cause I don't want to battle any more team rocket. Uh, are they still in the game? Can they retire when Ash retires? We can only hope. Bring me the Team Plasma. <laughs> yeah! There is, there is that interesting thing with the uh, LA event where you're siding with Team Rocket against who knows who. So that might be an evolution to what Team Rocket is. Oh, you in mean the, the... Was LA event? Not mean, LA. Sorry. The, the, uh, the other two-letter. Uh, Las, Las Angeles. No, Las, Las Vegas. <laughs> We'll get there. We're all going to get it wrong. Las um, Vegas, yes. Las Vegas, yeah, the, the Vegas event next year in February that you are siding with Team Go Rocket against 
who knows who in that storyline. And maybe that'll be the new evil teams from other games coming along. Maybe it'll be Team Magma, Team Aqua from Hoenn because it'll be the Hoenn tour. But we have yet to find out. Uh, final bit of news. Now we can rag on Niantic. There. We, we praise Niantic for uh, a, a, a very good new system, new Pokemon. Collect your medals. Go get your butterflies. Now we can say Niantic messed up. Uh, they released a winter research. Uh, so we got a brand new Pokemon. Mega Glalie debuts. Although I don't think a single person in the world likes Mega Glalie. It's weird. <laughs> no, Some it's- people do. <laughs> It's <laughs> like this weird disconnected lower jaw going on. It's very jarring. I don't like it. Um, this is part one of a two-part festival, which they've done before. They did this mm-hmm. for Halloween, too. Halloween was two parts. You're going to get 50% more XP for winning raids. You're gonna get, you can store up to 40 gifts, which, okay, let's be fair. That's great for this Vivian event. But they're introducing a $5 paid research there is now now we talked about two weeks ago the keldeo which <laughs> was in this one eight dollars and that was you get a keldeo this five dollars you only get a pose which uh not to defend poses are five dollars normally but i think this is still bad and i will say yeah. this is bad while niantic did provide me a free five dollar ticket i will still say it's bad um so is the pose them crushing this package onto their the chest? The pose is them throwing the package like <laughs> behind their shoulder and catching yeah. it. Yeah. But they crush it against their chest. No, they're first. holding it to their they heart, Greg. <laughs> they're thinking of the power of us. <laughs> and there is the fact that while Caldeo will come back, the pose might not. Yeah. Uh, I don't think the Mr. Mime pose ever came back, right? Mm-mm. Yeah. I don't so, think that one's available anywhere. So for $5, Greg, let me see if I so can... So for $5, I get a pose that only I see and will sometimes show up in raids if the raid picture actually works. Greg, Instead of often what happens, which is a bunch of blank things with names Greg, sort of at the top. it also shows up in Go Battle League. You can let the other people you're about to crush know that you're crushing this present against your chest. Think about it. Think about it. Think about the thing you're sending to your opponent. Think about how many more matches you can win with the mental game of I'm crushing this present against my chest. Now I'm going to crush you with my Roselia. Think about that. Now think about for $5, Greg, you can get not one, but two incubators. One, exactly one incense. Extra Obama Snow Mega Energy, not Mega Glalie Energy, which just debuted. Mega Obama. Now think about the Mega Obama Snow Energy, and then you can also get various event themed Pokemon encounters. Uh. Okay, so <laughs> two things just happened. If you were watching YouTube, one, my soul left my body, and Steve is officially <laughs> sold out. And you can write "sell out Steve" in the comments. <laughs> sell out Steve, just all the <laughs> way down. Like- not just even. listing out what's there. I'm just, I'm just reading the website, Greg. Sell out. <laughs> Trainer. <laughs> you can also <laughs> gift your friends a ticket. Uh, so the, the winter holiday research is available in the shop from December 15th to December 30th. Uh, the following Pokemon will appear more uh, frequently in the wild. Uh, Pikachu wearing a carnival outfit. Swine up Delibird. Is this the new Pikachu? Or is this the same old Pikachu? Have this we is seen the, this Pikachu this is a, before? Repeat Pikachu, repeat. 
Well, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Give me a new Pikachu or give me nothing. Pikachu wearing is retiring. A outfit. Snover, Vanillite, Cubchu, Bergmite. Bergmite can be shiny for the first time. Cobalion is back. Uh, it's it. Look, it's it's not a great five dollars spent. Yeah, this this five dollar ticket was disappointing, and I think it was a mistake releasing it so soon after the Keldeo event that. I'm frustrated. I'm extremely <laughs> frustrated. I don't I don't get that frustrated that often with this game. I I want I think that this is a better deal than the Keldeo event actually. I think that the pose because I don't think it's going to come back is a better deal than the Keldeo that is. Even though I I got a hundo out of my Keldeo ticket ultimately. Um but this releasing this so so quickly after the $8 ticket. I think that that was a mistake that is making a lot of people angry. I think that I'm glad the Vivian stuff came out because having a butterfly to catch is making people forget how angry they are. Um, yeah. But when this is done twice a year or once a year or maybe even once a quarter, I would like twice a year. Um, that's probably fine. But there's nothing else to do in this game right now if you like having tasks to do. And so having just these one after another tickets that you have to pay for if you want to have research to do just is frustrating. <laughs> I'm angry at Niantic about it. I, we, we just went through this amazing season, amazing debatable of Alola where they had a good <laughs> solid storyline throughout that entire season that you could follow. There was stuff to do. Granted, last winter they did kind of put a hold on the storyline, but they at least gave an in-game reason for putting a hold on the storyline. Right now there is just simply nothing there. There is no explanation on the website. There is no explanation in-game. You just have to pay to do anything in terms of research. I a million percent agree. That's why I started off saying this $5 is not worth it. As somebody who got the $5 for free... I didn't even know what I got because like you go through it and you're like, oh yeah, here's a Mr. Mime <laughs> encounter. Had all of it. Yeah. Like yeah. it like it 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 doesn't even it's not it's not even fun. As as somebody who received it for free, it's not like, oh, I'm excited to do this, right? Like I probably would have bought it, to be fair. I probably would have bought it because I do like the pose. I think the pose is really great. I like poses. Um, I do a lot of raids. I'm sure I, I do agree with Greg. Half the time, the raids, you can't even see the poses anyways because they're broken. Because <laughs> it's broken. But I do like the pose. And so I will. I don't mind spending $5 on a pose. To me. I know some people would never do that. But yeah, like. No, I would never do that. The, the Like, it's not. It's just not even. Ex- it's not even exciting. It, it just. It's so low effort here to be like, mm-hmm. here's your research. I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I legitimately don't know if, you know, the, what is this, sixth winter, seventh winter of Pokemon Go? I think sixth winter. If Niantic sees that, because they've done research before during winter, that's free. I wonder if Niantic sees that, like, oh, we get such a huge drop off of players because of the holidays, because people are breaking their norms, they're traveling, they're not in school anymore, they're not in their dorms, they're at their parents in the middle of nowhere. And it's cold. And it's cold that <laughs> they see this huge drop off of players. Yes. So this research, not defending, I'm just thinking as a business. I wonder if this research is like, we see this huge decrease of players, but the players who do stick around are hardcore enough to buy the $5, which 
Again, I think that's that that's a business. I don't think that's great for your players because like Hannah said, you have nothing to do. But I wonder if that's like the logic here of like why they they're charging for such boring research. Uh, I mean, it's it is corporate logic, right? Right. Like, yes. It is during a time when people are already feeling cash strapped because of all the expenses around the holidays. Let's try to get more money out of them f- at their free time instead of being generous like we have in the past we're going to charge you for something that's subpar shortly after we charge you something for sharp par and just a month and a half before we make you fly and take a trip to a large expensive city to do an eh event i don't know that event seems pretty good <laughs> i'm actually really excited for that one i mean i, I, I will go, be I, I will be in florida so <laughs> I, I greg right here right now that event will be a million percent better than anything happening in Florida. <laughs> the problem is you're in Florida. <laughs> I disagree. I'm. I will be. I will be happily playing with the lightsaber that I built on my own. So you're actually, going to I'm the flying... one safe part of Florida inside Correct. Mickey's walls. Correct. I am entirely within Mickey's walls, and I shall never leave <laughs> until I fly home on the 18th. We don't know what the second part looks like. So usually Niantic is a bit generous during Christmas. They usually give us incubators and they usually give us some other bonuses. So we we don't know what part two looks like. But man, part one kind of, it's kind of bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's not kind of bad. It is bad. Is this three spirits of Christmas worthy bad? I, science point to yes. <laughs> the The event on itself is all right. It is the ticket that makes it bad. Yeah. And I don't even think switching out Obama Snow for Glalie energy makes it any better for whatever reason niantic likes to value mega energy and like make it seem more special than it actually is i like mega pokemon as as like i don't i don't need mega pokemon to come back to the main series games but i think it works really (laughs) well in pokemon go i think i think (laughs) i think it's great in pokemon go but like again for five dollars you're getting two incubators one incense Obama Snow Energy, more encounters, and then you're getting the pose. So at the end of the day, I, I would only purchase this if you care about the pose. Because I don't think you're getting really anything more from this. Um, I don't I, I don't know what makes I don't know, five incubators, maybe some star pieces, just something more here. Uh and there's there's not. It's just very shallow. And not like, having it right after the Keldeo one. Yeah, but uh, but uh, you think like, oh, if you do it right out of the Keldeo one and you make this one better, then people regret the Keldeo one. And you should make the Keldeo one better. Honestly, but yeah, but both should have just been better. Both should have just had more value to them. To end on a positive note, so we start off with the Viv- Vivione that was good. This is bad. There is a box in the store right now that's like five super incubators and five regular incubators, and it's like three dollars. It's like absolutely incredible it's really really good you can only buy it once i think it's like 350 technically but like a super incubator is two dollars and you get five of them Mm -hmm. and you get so i think eggs are a scam i will say that uh but that is probably the best deal niantic has done in like two years uh it's it's it's, also really nice to have that at the same time as uh this weekend that's that we're recording with the december community day yeah because half uh halved incubator distance is happening so if you get that deal on the incubators and put them all in there between 2 and 5 p.m today which is going to be long before anyone hears this not long but before anybody hears this it's a very good deal 
Yeah, and that's what's crazy is like, do you want to spend like three fifty on all of these incubators, or do you want to spend five dollars on two and get like yeah. a Mister Mime encounter? <laughs> it's a very good deal if you care about eggs. I will finish my sentence there. <laughs> yeah, and boxes boxes in Pogo have not been good the last year. That's Pogo in a nutshell. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not. You know, I, I and I, I would suspect that. Well, I think we know. I think Niantic has said, like, summer is their, like, Christmas. Like, summer is their busy season for Pogo. So, I'm assuming winter is is their bad season. (laughs) That's the show for today. Sorry, no question of the week. We ran over. I don't think we said this on the podcast. I think I've said this on in Slack or uh, on Twitch. But uh, we will probably not be seeing Will for a while. Uh, Will has taken a step back. So Will and I got into a huge argument about um, Dark Souls. You know, Will is a very avid Dark Souls fan, uh, very dedicated to the scene. No, uh, Will- <laughs> you know it's because you did a you did him dirty in Monster Hunter, and he'll never speak to you again. Like this is people come to my ask me these questions. Uh-huh. Why does Will hate Steve? Not don't ask me why. Steve chose his last name. Ask me the good things. Why does Will hate Steve? And I will DM you. Yeah, Greg will have the... Ju- no, Greg, you know like five people are going to take that seriously and they're going to be... I know. <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> to break your heart. Uh, so no, normally Will takes time off because they play the game much slower than, than Greg and I. Uh, and they, they want to enjoy it. and They, want, they, they love, like, love Pokemon. They want to enjoy the, their own pace and stuff like that. Uh, but Will wants to focus on some other stuff. IRL. They also stopped doing their own podcast earlier this year. When we when Will comes on the show and says like he's going to disappear into the woods one day on his bike, that's not he a joke. He's not kidding. That's, that, he's that's not, not a joke. kidding. He, he he will probably eventually disappear from Greg and I, and uh, Greg and I will have to find him. Correct. So, so we we have to put like an air tag in his backpack to make sure that he doesn't drive off, <laughs> drive into a tree in the middle of the forest. There are protections against that. It would let him know. <laughs> there are protections. We'll do we'll do the Google one. That one doesn't have any protections. Yeah. Look, I can usually find Will if I really need to. All I need is a bike trail or a gym. <laughs> Start there, and the rest will fall into place. Uh. So Will has said that if. if if we absolutely need somebody, he would love to jump back on. Uh, I know that he does have thoughts about Scarlet and Violet, so eventually when he beats that game in about six more years, we will have him on for that. Uh, I, I can tell you that his favorite Pokemon so far in Scarlet and Violet is Bramblin, which I don't think anyone saw I coming. Don't, I don't get it. I just, it's I've cute. avoided the conversation because I can't, I can't <laughs> go there. I'm not a huge fan of the evolution, but Bramblin is cute. Yeah. The evolution it just gets a smile. It's finally happy. Yeah, the big one's not great. The smile's kind of creepy. No, well, it's a creepy thing <laughs> to start Bramblin with. is Let's... tumbling away from all its haters, Greg. And you're one of its uh... haters, and he's tumbling right past you without a care in the world. I wish it would. They keep running into me. <laughs> Stop. Tumble away. Stop tumbling into me. Oh, I love Bramblin. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I don't know the next time we'll, we'll be back on. Just FYI, uh, if you're a real B-team follower... And you remember the Tuesday night podcast podcast existed. Check your feeds because <laughs> there may be a holiday surprise. <laughs> I feel like I still have analytics of that show somewhere. Sure. I'm, I'm sure I do. We're on a year and a half 
update schedule. So that's our episode for today. Greg, <laughs> Hannah, thanks for being here. Appreciate it. Uh, if you're listening on YouTube, uh, sell out Steve in the comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're if you're listening uh, here, if you're listening on YouTube and you need to comment because you got to help the algorithm, uh, comment your favorite part, your favorite scene, moment, whatever in the anime in the last twenty five years. Okay, there's this one time when Ash uh, threw out a Pokemon and the other person was like, I'm going to beat you. And that was cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was my favorite moment, too. Dang, I can't believe we have the same favorite moment. I know. Uh, If you're listening to uh, us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can rate us. Um, We will still be back next week. Uh, There will be an episode on Monday. There will be an episode of we're not. I said this last week. I'll say it again. We're not missing a Monday. Even, look, even that Will's gone for now, even if I got hit by a car, which I don't know why that's always my analogy, uh, Will will make sure the podcast comes up. You are more likely to get hit by the light rail than a car. <laughs> from from the, the, the cabin in the middle of the forest that he's now lived in, he will make sure the episode goes up. All right. We will see you guys next week. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are... We don't know how this works, this ending works now. You guys got to figure have no this out. Idea. I, I, I give you guys creative freedom for this ending. You, I mean, <laughs> like, this is why your show notes are lackluster, because you don't spell out anything. You're just like, I'm going to throw some random stuff up there. And then you ought to say it's show super effective at the are end. Very detailed. They're very good. They're giving you everything you want. What do you want more you want, Greg? What you want? What you? What's going to happen at the ending of this show? You have creative. So try again. Try again. All right. <laughs> we have creative freedom. Here we go. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are saying goodbye to Ash Ketchum, but we are still here. Super effective. Heck yeah! Also, I read my thoughts on Twitter. If you think how how I think the anime should end, also look up Saint Elsewhere because it all ties into Saint Elsewhere. <laughs> Why is our outro so long now? Because <laughs> creative freedom means we're going to workshop in real time, baby. Okay. okay. <laughs> Hasta la vista. <laughs> no, we're not doing That's dead. Dead to me. This podcast is brought to you by Patreon. If you would like to support our show and what we do here, you can head over to patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. A huge shout out to our producers who support our show, starting with Jessica K, Matthew, Sean, Stephen, Anthony, Brian, Gray, Josh, Casey, Catherine, Bovine, Nate, Ryan, and Stuart. And a huge shout out to our executive producers of Brady and Spencer. Thank you so much for supporting our show. We'll be back next week. If you too would like to support our show, you can head over to patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. And we will see you guys next time.